0: Hello and welcome to Demystifying Wellness. We're your hosts, Laura Merkel
1: and Dr. Jared Aguilar.
0: And on today's myth-busting episode, we're going to discuss the idea that a joint could be, quote, bad and how we can use language more effectively.
1: Let's get into it.
0: Today, I want to talk a little bit about how we talk about our bodies. Um, so I am a fitness instructor. I used to teach a lot of group classes. Um, I still teach a lot of group classes, um, but I also work privately with folks and anytime I'm working with somebody new, um, and often when I'm working with somebody who I've known for a while, I like to check in and see, um, how their body's feeling. I need to know, like. When I'm meeting someone new especially, I'll say, like, is there anything that I need to know? Um, do you have any injuries, any conditions that, that it would be pertinent for me to know about? And I can't tell you how many times um, I get an answer like, you know, I'm pretty good. I, I have a bad knee, but that's about it. And um, this idea of a, a bad knee or, like, a bad hip. Um, I thought it might be kind of fun to talk about that today um, I know Jared has a lot of thoughts mm-hmm. um, on this topic mm-hmm. um, I will I will start by saying if if somebody ever asks you uh, if there are any injuries they need to know about a bad knee is not a super descriptive uh, is yeah. not is not super helpful because that could mean so many things Um so so right off the bat, like I it would be more helpful to hear like, oh, I, you know, tore my ACL a year ago, or I um sprained my knee last month, or I you know, something like that would be a lot more a lot or, it it hurts when I bend my knee past ninety degrees. Like that all that information is gonna be a little bit more helpful. Um, but there are other reasons why we might wanna stay away from this idea of like a good knee and a bad knee. Um, so Jared, I'd love to kind of turn it over to you for this.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, being a physical therapist, you do you do hear that a lot. Uh, a lot of us have a past medical history, a past injury history um, that involves tweaks, pain, um, disappointment, and over time, a lot of us tend to look at we might we might want to blame one side of our body or one joint on our body as oh that's that's the bad joint my left side is the bad side Uh, and Mm -hmm. it's 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 easy to to excuse that or put some blame on on a specific region or side and while that while that's it's okay it might not be the most helpful if you are actually trying to overcome that or if you are in an actual rehabilitation journey in overcoming that. Simply put, because uh, words do matter, and there's many studies that have found, you know, uh, even for the same condition, if your healthcare provider coach and yourself use more friendly language, language that heals, words that heals versus words that harm, or more negative words to describe the same condition, those two groups have different outcomes the same edition so uh we can talk more yeah it's it's super interesting stuff and it's super nerdy um a lot of sometimes it sounds like you're you're just the pc police the politically correct police when you tell ah you, you know you don't need to call that knee the bad knee or actually pinch nerve isn't Let's let's not call it a pinched nerve. Let's call that an, an irrit. It's an irritation or something, or uh, something that's more, uh, just better language. And there's many other different examples that we can uh, discuss. But it 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 is a. Sometimes it is challenging, especially when you are trying to. Because um, sometimes it may seem like you're invalidating somebody's experience, mm-hmm. and that's the one thing we don't want to do. But over time, hopefully, they do uh, get to feel more body positive, for lack of a better.
0: Yeah, uh, I think. Um... I think like the simplest, the simplest way for me to think about it is like, I just want to be more accurate when I'm talking about my body. So saying I have a bad knee is not really specific. I want to say that, you know, I'm feeling like this specific sensation in this part of my knee or I'm feeling... Like I'm, I'm still feeling like the echo of an injury in that area. And mm-hmm. what was that injury? And what, what am I? What are the sensations I'm feeling? Um, it's, it's a lot more specific. And therefore, once it's more specific, then you can, you can take a smaction. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is, I mean, I and I say this as someone who has fallen into this. Uh, like I've used, I've used the term. Oh, that's my bad ankle. Or actually, to be honest, I used to say, "Oh, my left side of my body—that's the bad side. Mm-hmm. I, that's the one that gets injured the most." Um, and <laughs> when Jared and I first met, he was—he uh, was on me about that. He would every time I would say, "Oh, that's my bad ankle," he'd be like, "No, it's not. You don't have a bad ankle. You have two ankles. You have one that has a history of injury, and you have one."
1: That- <laughs> yeah.
0: And um, so. So he would really get on me, so I had to start getting more creative. So I'd say, well, you know, my my left ankle is talking to me today, or yeah, <laughs> um,
1: it, it, the way you frame it is huge.
0: And and I will say that it, it does make a difference because now I'm I'm having to think about my body from a more um, like a more compassionate mm-hmm. place. I'm having to I'm having to be a little bit more critical about. What am I saying about myself? Um, and and again, like you said, it's important not to invalidate. Right? Um, right. Your pain is your pain. What you're experiencing is real. And I'm not saying I know that toxic positivity is is a real thing that people use positivity to gaslight what somebody's feeling. Um, but I think that you can be descriptive and accurate without placing a positive or a negative spin on something. You can yep. just say something that this is how it is. Like I I have a tingling sensation in my right thigh. And that's not saying, "Oh, my thigh is bad or it's good." It's saying this is the sensation that I'm experiencing. Yeah.
1: And not putting a positive or a negative yeah. connotation with it. One of the big examples that we talk about in healthcare um, is related to imaging and uh, you know we're in a we're in the u.s western society is really prone to oh you yeah, have pain go get an image go get an x-ray go get an mri um, and sometimes uh, after receiving that that image that that diagnostic tool uh, we're in a culture that kind of holds this up to the mirror to the to the sky like it's fact and like it's the end-all be-all when we know there's huge discrepancy in those findings and what a person is actually feeling, what their actual what their actual experience of pain is, and we can talk about that um, <laughs> a lot more later. Um, but one of the quotes that we use when you may you may get some some imaging that says, "Oh, Laura, you you're showing degenerative changes in your spine." Well, that's the same thing as normal age changes. That is how. <laughs> For uh, what the common term that we like to throw around is, it's wrinkles on the inside. So a lot of people get, you know, concerned when you oh there's a there's a herniation at your at your L five your fifth lumbar vertebrae. When in actuality it's just some swelling, it's just a bump, and just because you may have a herniation here um, or something some de- normal uh, variation of deviance in your spine there, it doesn't necessarily mean that you will be in pain or you are. Subject to having a bad spine, it's well, just age-related changes for the most part.
0: Well, and I think that um, one thing to bear in mind, especially when it comes to imaging, is you get an image done when you're already in pain. Correct. You, we don't have that baseline. We don't have so maybe you've always had that herniation. That's
1: the That's the,
0: the and biggest so that doesn't necessarily part, yeah. mean that a herniated disc is because a lot of people have herniations that they just never know about.
1: There's so much research out there that supports. Uh, I have to pull up the data again, but X amount of people were sitting here with herniations with weird curves in our spine with things like rotator cuff tears and they're asymptomatic. <laughs> I Meaning they're not painful. You
0: know? Yeah. So, so just keeping in mind that like, just because you got a diagnostic, like an image run, that doesn't necessarily mean that, that what we're seeing in the spine or some of the tissues is That's new. Or is, is what the, is the cause you of the pain? Yeah. Um, now, obviously, there are going to be like except, like sometimes it is the fact. Sometimes that is what's causing you pain. Um,
1: we can yeah, we, and can, we, we can, can get dive into, into that, that later.
0: But but I think that it is good to just kind of keep that in the back of your mind that language when we talk about the body, like I said, it can be yeah. accurate without being negative. Um,
1: and sometimes you'll see, you know. Folks can sometimes wear that as like a scarlet letter or badge. It's mm. like, oh, I got the slip disc disc. I got, I've got a a bum knee, and like that's why I didn't go pro. That's why I didn't make it into the league. <laughs> you're like, no, nah, I think you're just looking for something to blame. But no. Um, <laughs> so we have here uh, pulled up something from my friends, the physio tutors, uh, and uh, there's many different um, uh, graphics like this. There's a great, uh, there's a great article in JOSBT, the Journal of Orthopedic and Sports Physical Therapy, for you nerds out there, uh, <laughs> Sticks and Stones, The Impact of Language in Musculoskeletal Rehabilitation. But we're going to go with some words to avoid and alternatives that you can use for yourself when you're talking about changes in your own body or when you're working with the client. So we talked about degenerative changes. Instead of saying that, which again, it's more of a Western style, more of a fix-it style, more of a this is what your spine is looking like. Now, mm-hmm. after we took a photo of it, you can say normal age changes. You can say, those are wrinkles on the inside. Cause we know mm-hmm. we all get wrinkles as we age. The same thing happens on the inside of your body. When you get negative test results, right? That's a, that's a good thing.
0: <laughs> so how about
1: you say, everything appears normal instead of negative. Yeah. Instead of saying, don't worry. How about you say, everything will be okay. Instead of saying instability.
0: That one we hear a lot in fitness.
1: Instability. How about you need some more strength and conditioning and coordination? Yeah.
0: Um,
1: in the physical therapy landscape, um, instability is such can be such a, a, a powerful word. Um, if I'm talking about, if I'm going to say, oh, your hips look unstable, your spine looks unstable when you do this exercise, that's one thing. When a surgeon tells you your spine is unstable, you need surgery. So for us, we need to stop <laughs> saying that instability word because that's
0: a huge it, different thing. Well, and it's it's... It's not just about like, is it accurate? It's about like, what are, if we're thinking about people's um, psychology, yeah. that we have these attachments around words that are subconscious. Like yeah. you don't even necessarily realize, but like, if you say you have instability to me and I heard that in another context where it was really bad, Yeah. now I'm stressed.
1: Yeah. It also sounds like unstable, right? Like you're not, you're not stable. Yeah, And nobody wants to get called that. Uh, we'll keep going. Bone on bone, common one. We can just say narrowing or tightness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, damage, we can say repairable harm. done, I like that word. Um, trap nerve, pinch nerve. We know nerves can stretch. So you can say there's some tightness there, but it can be stretched. Maybe it's irritated. Um, and disease. Instead of saying a disease, maybe we say condition.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Instead of chronic, maybe we say persistent, but you can overcome it. So there's a few examples.
0: Yeah, and right I there. think I think another thing, another reason why I bring this up is not just because we're being nitpicky and we want, and because we want you to love yourselves, which we do. Like, <laughs> I I do want you to feel some some kinship with yourself and some, some self compassion. Yeah, and self compassion. But I think actually the the larger thing for me is when you say. I have a bad knee, that sounds static. That sounds permanent. It does. That sounds like it's always going to be bad. It's bad now and it will forever be bad. And when we take away that language, now we leave room for for it to feel better. Because I think that, I feel like we have... And again, this is a bigger topic. We have so many, there's so many things we can always dive into. But I think that there's, there are a lot of people who live with a certain amount of pain and say, oh, this is my new normal. Yeah. And I don't think anyone should ever feel like they have to live through something that, that they have to live through pain, that it's not fixable, Mm. that it's not, Mm. that you're We
1: gotta, we gotta, we gotta go back there a little bit. We're going into a rabbit hole. We are but going into a rabbit
0: hole. But but I like I don't I don't I want people to be able to think of themselves as as like a work in progress as opposed yeah, to something a that's static. Yeah. That you're not just you're not just stuck with this bad knee for the rest of your life if you don't want to be stuck with a bad knee for the rest of your life. And mm-hmm. I don't I mean, I, I hope you don't want to be stuck with a bad knee for the rest of your life. I don't know. Um so so I think that's a big that's a big part of it is um is not just about the, the language and being compassionate to yourself, which is huge, yeah. but also in, in acknowledging that it's a, that sensations can be temporary and that um, weakness is temporary yeah. if you choose to address it.
1: For sure, for sure. And it's less about, um, in this case when we use language, less about like, oh, let's, let's hurry up and fix it, fix it. It's got to be about fixing it more so than about understanding it mm-hmm. and understanding the long term effects of something and how to how to strategize how you can overcome mm-hmm. these sensations and how how does it impact your life
0: yeah on that side and like it definitely is easier to just be like oh this is my bad shoulder but it also is um it's not it's not really accurate because even if you have even if you have two shoulders that are functioning differently they're not they don't they don't that doesn't make them less valuable yeah if you have and i mean i think this goes to like you know there are a lot of people out there with disabilities just because someone can't see out of their eyes or their eyes bad yep we wouldn't you wouldn't say that to yep. someone so i wouldn't expect you to say that of yourself either
1: great point great point
0: This has been another episode of Demystifying Wellness. We thank you for joining us. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, share with a friend, or leave a review.
1: And be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Laura Merkel Fitness and at Jarrett the Physio.
0: We hope you enjoy the rest of your day and be sure to tune in next time for more Demystifying Wellness.